The opinions expressed are those of the show hosts and may not necessarily be of any company in which the show hosts may represent. The following podcast may contain some strong language. Parental discretion is advised. The Security Box Podcast 130 Congress and the Government Can't Fix COPA Recorded on the Independent Channel and broadcasted February 8th, 2023. Welcome to the Security Box. Podcast number 130 for February 8th, 2023. On this show, we're going to talk about a very interesting article that covers the fact that COPA is out of date and Congress hasn't done anything about it. We'll have news, notes, commentary, and more. Who knows? Will we have a bonehead award of the podcast? We'll have to see. Rumor has it that we do. Just in time, too. Before brailing time of the show notes. In fact, we don't just have one Rumor has it, there are multiple morons of the podcast. The program may contain some strong language. Parental discretion is advised. And now, The Security Box, Podcast 130, broadcasted and taped February 8th, 2023 starts now. Let's see where my customer list is while I'm waiting for potential customers. Welcome to Jared's shop. May I take your order for a username and password? The sign says Jared's shop. It said nothing about usernames and passwords. Yes, sir. Usernames, passwords, credit card information, all sorts of breach data. You name it, you've got it here at Jared's shop.
Well, that sounds lovely, but I really only wanted to pick up a USB drive. Well, sorry, sir, but the USB drives come with all sorts of data, all for sale right here, right now. At the asking price of at least $100. Well, USB drives start at least at 10 bucks. I need a USB drive so that I can store some data on it of my own, such as audio book audio, files audio, from audio, the, library, the library, maybe some backups of some other stuff. And if need be, I'd like to be able to send some stuff to some people and they only have the capacity of receiving them through flash drives. So I need blank ones. Well, sorry, sir, but we don't have any blank flash drives here. If we did, whatever you wanted from usernames, passwords, and more can be put on these drives, but at a premium cost. Sorry, sir, I'm not interested in that. I'll just have to find another shop. Welcome to the security box. The security box with Jerry Primer on KKNX. Welcome to the security box. Program number 130, recorded on February 8th, 2023. I'm Jared Reimer. Wow. I think we're booked. I think we are, solidly, for about a month. Or more. I actually need to get the rest of the rooms created, but uh... <laughs> Nick, you're su- you're gonna see a tirade being posted here in a little while. Uh oh. And uh, it is about our newest. Bonehead Award of the podcast. Oh, yes, him. By the way, he is covered in yesterday's Sands News Bites, which we published this morning. 
And I mentioned in that blog post that we will be covering the article, and we will. Because I will be publishing a blog post here soon. Okay. And it re- and he reminds me of Little Hacker Matt. And which guy is that? Matthew Wiegman. The gentleman who was swatting and causing a bunch of problems since he was a child and pick, got picked up the day he turned 18. Oh, yes. I think I do remember this guy now. And I do link to, to several blog posts. Um, and um, even a book in this blog post that's coming up. But talk about this uh, useless uh, oops <laughs> idiot. Um, his name is uh, come on computer, knock that off. Julius, in quotes, Zekiel, Kevin Makey. Yes. So, apparently, he either knows of or read up on or maybe it's coincidental Mr. Weakman mm-hmm. and took after him because he is convict he is charged of how many crimes was it like 5000 something like that it was some absurdly high number I mean, I know that Mr. Wiegman's rap sheet I can go get. I actually still have it. I, I can go search it out. I, I put it in somebody's folder. Um, and I still have it around here. But that's not the point. It, it, that, that crime was a 2008 conviction. But the, uh, when I thought about how to write this up, I couldn't pass up the fact that this guy reminded me of him. Oh, I'm yeah. not touch untouchable. I'm not I, I can't be touched. I'm blind. Ugh. Was Mr. Weekman's excuse apparently from what I've heard. Of course, there there has been another blind gentleman who apparently lived in Ohio and did certain Things that he got picked up for. Um, I don't remember his name now. Um, I, re- I well, I remember his first name being Dennis, but I don't remember his last name. <clears throat> and he was blind, and he was using spoof card and doing various uh, criminal things. And he thought also 
that he could that he could not be touched. There's a third guy I know about too. I think he was in Utah the last time I checked. Uh, I know there was a guy I got I I kicked off of Twitter. I don't know if that was the same guy. Maybe. But that but that was the same guy that I was talking about. Oh mm, no, this is a different person. Okay. So there's a few. Mm-hmm. There's a few. So this guy was wanted for what? 5,000 crimes? Yeah, something like that. And here comes Preston. Here comes Preston. Uh, let's see. Hello, I'm here. But my question is, who are we? Who are we locking up now? We are locking up a guy. Julius Zekil Kavameki, who we posted the blog post the other day, and he is our moron of the podcast. Uh Uh-oh. This is the guy in 2022 who we talked about. By the way, the podcast was 120 when we talked about this. And remember, I think, if I remember right... I went on a tirade because this guy went after a he was charged in inception in October of 2022 with attempting to extort money from Vistamo, the Vistamo group. Yes. Who did very specialized therapy Right, I remember. And that I breach took a look. occurred in October of twenty. Yes, that's, that's, that, I remember. I remember reading about that, and I remember your tirade because I actually looked at the replay, and oh boy, I mean, I've seen you get heated, Jared, but back on one twenty, I haven't seen you that get heated. Like, okay, I understand that hacking is going to happen and you know ransomware is going to happen but targeting a psychotherapy center where people need psycho- psychological help mm-hmm. is right. going to Just... do you and the center no good no. Now that company right. doesn't exist anymore. They 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 are gone. You know, it goes without saying, actions speak louder than words, and if you do something that 
harms you or any other person or business, they they can easily get um, off the grid. So that that's why I went off on a tirade. Now, to be fair, they didn't pay that six-figure uh, ransom attack that they were asking that 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 uh, Jesus was asking for. He yeah. went by Ransom Man, if you remember the original article. Mm-hmm. When they, according to the article, when they failed to extort patients directly, they uploaded the entire directory. Yep. That included all of Vistamo's patients' records. But he also is a complete idiot because he included his home folder as part of the as part of the zip file that researchers got, and that's what got him caught. Oh yes, he did. Oh god. Oh. For oh, complete much. details, please see podcast one twenty through EMHS or search it out through Jared Tech dot help and how much stupid can you get triple quadruple stupid okay I'm done <laughs> oh god but yes that is why he deserves the moron of the podcast I was about to find that so thank you sure Man, really, guys? Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I I am very thankful I'm not like that, you know, son of a gun. Just saying. I mean, when 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 you see the blog post, yeah, I might have gone a little bit into a tirade. Uh, yeah, but he much. definitely deserves it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. I, I thought I thought I was gonna like fall out of my chair or break my keyboard or screen when I read that. Like, holy Toledo! Did you read the original article? Because I was actually scheduled to go out to dinner and I had some time and I read that article and I pinged uh, Nick before I told it to post at nine o'clock at night and. I said, a whole award of the podcast, question mark? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was going through the article, um, like I said, the thoughts that I proclaimed here were the thoughts I, I had in my head in the article. Like, how, how much more dumb can you get? Yeah. 
And that deserves a that For those on the stream, job, I decided to open up a can. They got it on Clubhouse, and uh, maybe he won't be getting any of those. Yeah, I doubt it. He doesn't deserve it. He he deserves. And no, it's um, not alcohol. It's not alcohol. Oh, it's I figured water. that. It, I didn't think so. Water, but it, it's too early for that anyway. At least in my opinion. It is a little right. Early it, for is. That. it is. It is. <laughs> Now, <clears throat> now that actually that article might be posting about now. Um, what else in the news before we talk about the government? Oh yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if this has been brought up already. If it, if it has, it's worth repeating. Uh, Anchor, the camera, the security company, has admitted to their wrongdoing. That is A-N-K-E-R. Oh, yes. We, yes. We uh, well, we, we, uh, we just got started, and we started with the, with the complete idiot of the podcast. So, uh, no, yeah. we haven't covered anything else. Um, Nick or Preston, does any of you want to cover the complete stupidity of that um, article I posted which I, I think I went on a tirade on that didn't I <laughs> I think you did well essentially these UEFY I believe is what it stood for or what was the abbreviation EUFY okay. yeah so Turns out that despite what Anchor was claiming, those cameras were not encrypted. So what was being uploaded, and that was another thing too, um, even though people hadn't subscribed to this, their images slash feeds were still ending up in the cloud. And quite honestly, that interview that I saw or the email exchange really, really didn't help them very much. It seemed very vague and it seemed like it was they're trying to fix something when it's already a little too little too late. And they didn't like it when they were first asked about it. They should have said, whoops, let's go fix that. We didn't intend for this to happen and we'll have a fix as soon as possible and we'll let you know when it happens. And it was an email interview exchange. I read the entire thing and I almost fell out of my chair reading this guy's response. Yeah, that that's what I said when 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 I read it, and when when we talked about it on my Saturday show, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm afraid I was fuming. I'm surprised I didn't like scream in my mic because it it was just it, it was just oh man, a, a lot to, a lot to handle, but. 
And I remember when I wrote it, I said, somebody ping me to cover this on Wednesday. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, you know what? Do they, I, I know we already handed out an idiot, but do they deserve an idiot? Uh, um, you know what? Um, I think we should give them a secondary idiot award because, you know, we, we've been following this tragic story since it broke, as you all know, because that's what we do. When when something harsh like At least we try to when we, we are, are no, no, notified about it. And right, Steve right. Gibson actually direct messaged me that night. I think it was Monday night. Yeah, it was Monday night and said, thanks for this. I haven't seen it yet. So he actually sent me a DM Monday evening. Right. And speaking of... Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Yeah, they're, they're coming, all right. Maybe they're going to go pick up this guy. Nick, if you yeah. can, please, give this company our unofficial second... Moron of the podcast. Of course. Seriously. (laughs) I don't know how I ended up talking about this on Saturday with a straight face without uh, going ape. Like, this is just... To be honest, I'm still wondering about that. I'm surprised he, he didn't. Even, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't. I'm surprised he didn't even like scream in, in front of his computer or soundboard when that when when we brought that up. Like, wow. Well, I do have to cater to a bit of a different audience on your show, and um, oh yeah, I know, I know that, but. Sometimes when we get the urge, we get the urge, but but we just gotta always come clean and. Well, I think I was I was still like dealing with eating and everything, so you know, like I was done eating by the time we got to it, but you know. Yeah. um, Right. When will they learn? I doubt never. Uh, Probably never. What else? What else can I think of here? Oh. Uh, Nick, uh, you had some items, so please. Oh, um, actually, one just came to mind last night, and it was just sort of a, a cautionary thing, just to keep in mind that there are going to be all kinds of scams leading up to the Super Bowl. Yes. Oh, boy. That broke yesterday afternoon, and um, I decided not to... Usually I put those on EMHS, and if somebody wants me to put it there, I will, but it won't be in this afternoon's blog post. I've decided to hold off the blog post till after the show, so uh, that way um, people can read what we are talking about without having much of anything new, although I have posted some new material this morning, but... uh, I'm trying not to post too much during the show, so um, even though I can, I can technically do that by scheduling it, but... Yes. 
we want to keep things uh, center about what we're talking about, so we've decided to change that practice a little bit. Yeah. Makes sense. I respect that as well. And speaking of scams, there's also a new uh, Facebook scam that is out there. Oh, yes. Yes, and we actually talked about that because one of our former DJs, because they're not broadcasting right now, actually said uh, that they got an email, and I said, have you logged into your Facebook account? And they're like, well, I hardly use the thing, and so, you know, F them. And I'm like, go check your account because... One notification. uh, One notification. If you don't check it then they're like well I have I didn't go to the link or anything so I said well that's good you probably shouldn't anyway yep by the way Quentin Christensen has indicated that the uh, that the key command that they have developed for you to get the link will be in NVDA 2023.1. Uh huh. Yeah, I think that's right now. And it will be released sometime by the end of the quarter. Yeah. That is good. He will, in this instance, give me credit. For this, because it is a very valuable resource, because every other reader covers this, and after 2023.1 is released, I will then develop a guide. I will send him a link to the guide so that it covers iOS. I still haven't gotten Android. Um, but we're probably just going to have to leave Android out because I asked for assistance getting a hold of somebody that I can't verify whether it's the same person. So I'm not... Just because I see them on Facebook doesn't mean it's the same one. Right. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I I don't even know how to copy and paste on my Android tablet anyway. So sorry I couldn't be any help. (laughs) But... uh. I still can But anyway, um, we'll cover basically what we know, and then I'll put in the guide if any Android user knows about this, <clears throat> about what we how to do this. Please contact us, and we'll update the guide. Yeah. So, just recently posted, and yes, I went on a tirade, Nick. Uh-oh. A piece of spam that references a book. Whoa! Oh dear. Yeah. Now, when, when I talked that, a little bit about good. this some time ago, and as I wrote in the article, we are not endorsing this book. We do not know if this book is valuable, but there is spam going about, going around 
and it is targeting this book and we link it for convenience so people can see that it is a valid book they are sending emails purporting to talk about home doctor practical medicine for every household Oh, the, web, oh. the websites in the the subject line in this morning's email stated have nail issues. You know, get this you know book or whatever, and it was the same type of email I've seen plenty of times in the last month. Yeah. It leads to a very interesting dot shop domain. You can find the link in the article. It is not clickable. You you would have to copy and paste it, and I only give you the domain. But I also indicate that clicking on the link brings up a page that asks if you're a human. If you say yes, it takes you to another page which talks about the book. And then these links at the bottom, which are numbered on this website, links to like digit something. I forget what it was, and I didn't put the link because I didn't want to give everything away. But when I clicked on one of them, it was like it was the hard copy of the book. They were gonna hand out free, you know, a free gift with your purchase. They were asking for information, and they even provided a toll-free number at the bottom. Oh dear! Of wow. the page. Wow. So I guess it's safe to say this will be categorized as the scariest email ever. And if we do copy and paste mm, the link that is given, no. Do it in your. No. Oh. Uh, I did take from Amazon's web page, and I did put what the book was about so people know. But it is something that people need to be aware of because they may think they're getting this book by following these emails. When in reality, they, they, they are getting screwed over in the process. Well, we don't know that. We're not. I'm not about to go that far. I was going to say yeah. that they may not. We don't know that to be accurate. And speaking of spam, since we know that Valentine's Day is oh, this uh, this I and I don't know I don't know about you guys, but have you guys gotten speaking of spam about the Barks Busy Ball? No, uh, no. What I have well, gotten though, I can't tell you how many emails I have gotten. And I get several a day. And they link to various shop domains. And it does the same thing. And I bet you there is a product out kit out there called the Barks Busy Ball. You could you could search it out on Amazon and do your own due diligence, but that's another hot piece of spam that I seem to be getting. Oh boy. Yeah, I will tell you, one of the ones I've gotten. And I used to get this a lot. 
is for a I different two, product. I have two apart, two messages apart. I got one at uh, mm-hmm. 8.24 this morning and one at 6.23 this morning. Wow. Wow. Two hours and two hours close to each other. Jeez. I used yeah. to get all of these spam messages. Bark be gone. Stop a barking dog in its tracks or something. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so, good RX. Oh, yes. <laughs> what another worthless company. Oh, yeah. I'm Which, glad I don't use them. I don't either. Which, sadly, was a sponsor for a while on Kim Commando's show. Right. And it oh. still is, as far as I'm, I'm aware. I don't know. I know I gave you... I don't know if she's going to cut ties with them after this, but... um, It'd be a little... Awkward not to, unfortunately. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, I think I decided to just blog it. I don't know if I still have the article around here, but it is. It is. They 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 got to be ashamed of themselves, taking people's data and using it for advertising on Facebook or and yeah. other social media yeah. platforms. Yeah, indeed. That is definitely unacceptable. Background check service uh, services breach. There are two different services linked in this article. And uh, about 20 million of you who do background services for uh, checks for whatever reason have pretty much been owned. Yeah, thankfully I don't do any business with either of those companies, so... Yep. I think I that actually... I, th- I know. First so Nick, the, uh-huh. Wailing. Oh. You saw that I went on a... Well, I don't know if you talk... I don't know if I went on a tirade... I don't think it was necessarily a tirade you went on there. No, I, but, I didn't uh, do either. You brought it up, so please, uh, I'll turn my mic off. Bring it up, please. Okay, okay. Very important type of, I guess you'd call it a subdomain of phishing, called whaling. And essentially, what happens is that in this kind of attack. There's a slightly different method here. The various entities or the scammers, the fishers, are trying to target corporate-level executives at a company. So this involves a lot of research and a lot of digging to make sure that, A, they find these people, and B... Because when they find these people, 
they know that, sad but true, there are people who are going to believe these spam messages because they are purported to be coming from someone in authority. And they'll see that and automatically, in many cases, act without thinking because they'll see, oh, this email is from, oh, say, Preston Gaylor, the CEO. He needs me to wire money. And he's claiming that he's extremely busy. Okay, I better do this without thinking. I better just do this now so that I don't bother him. Because if I ask him, he'll be upset. He'll just get annoyed and he'll chew me out. But whaling is very different from your average fishing. Because as I said, and as the various articles we've read point out, it is going after specific very high-value, high-level targets. Fishing, as we all know, is just basically a numbers game. They just throw out some email to a bunch of random people, probably hundreds of thousands, maybe even into the millions, just to see if someone bites. Well, that was... Basically, where I wanted to leave it. <laughs> okay. So this is more targeted. Yes, this much is, more. This is, and and the description you gave of it was was excellent. Um, with you being new in the industry, I wanted to see if you understood it without me grabbing the book and reading it. So good job. Awesome. But yeah, so in a way, it's kind of the opposite of what normal fishing is, even though it's still the same type of attack, in a way. Go ahead, Preston. You want to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, that's a pretty interesting uh, way of uh, doing it, and uh, I kind of learned something cool as well. So, What's that? Uh, um, well, pretty much another. Just be careful what you do online, and it, it all goes back to if it sounds too good to be true, it probably isn't. And they always tell people, you know, just call the boss or text the boss or. Or what have you, and and ask, and you know it's you know if you see an email from me with a link, you better call me and say, did you send this link? And I'm and I'm gonna say, what's it what's it about? And they said, I don't know. You just sent me a link today at one in the morning, and I'd say I was sleeping at one in the morning. Um, you know, I, my phone probably sent out articles to to the list, but. I don't send out links without uh, right. telling you what it is. What's the address that you see? It's like, well, it looks like it's um, linenight.com. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you get one of these wailing emails. Yes, um, just need to talk to you. Do you really want me to wire $75,000 to some random accounts in Thailand and Kenya? Mm. No, thank you. <laughs> I yeah. I do not want to be the moron of of future taping or or future podcast. So well, you were used the, as an example of what this type right. of attack is, and we you know, oh, it, yeah, and I we want to make it clear that that Preston is is going to I would hope uh, pick up a phone and call somebody right and say, I definitely was aware I, of that. Know, I got this email you know what do you want me to do with it you know my aunt's done that I got an email from cPanel saying that I needed uh, you know I, I needed verify my account or it's going to be deactivated in two days I was like what's the email address they told me, I said, cPanel doesn't email for that. Yeah, they so wouldn't be using a Yahoo. It is very, or... very... And not only that, but cPanel uses your domain when they email for something. Like, when I backed up the mix, yep. it, it comes from, like, a system internal address, like, was it, cPanel at 986themix.com or something? I'd have to look. Maybe I better look, but... Even if I don't give the right address, it, it's coming from your domain. It's not yeah. coming from, you know, some. And I got one of those actually, and I looked at the address, and I had a, I had a laugh. <laughs> they were telling me that JaredRimer.net was, uh, you know, if I didn't verify that that JaredRimer.net's um, domain services were going to expire in a couple of days. Wow. Yeah. That and that, that I can. Definitely... I, I mean, I just ran a backup at the beginning of the month. Obviously, because th- that's our normal routine. So, wow. I mean, why am I here? But but at the same time, you know, it's good to keep up and alert, and rather than be in the dark. So, I love it. Agreed. Let's see. So I got one from the Backbone server at, at where we're hosted, and then I ha- got another one because I'm the account holder. So where? Let me see. Where is it? Where is it? Now I want. Where's the from? Oh, while I'm looking, Preston, how about that spam uh, job thing that I posted? The, oh, yeah. The other day. You know what? Yeah, I was gonna say I was about to get to that. Um, when uh, I saw that the other day, um, it was a good PSA and something to add to my list of, you know, dodging a bullet and. Uh, I, I think I almost fell out of my chair on that one too. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I actually read it to the best ability. 
it was basically for one of those uh, uh, survey six figure things. Yes. That's lurking yes. around. Yeah. And and I was right. It is cPanel at uh, your domain. And if the, you're the administrator, it'll send it to you from the uh, server you're hosted on. But it'll always say cPanel. So. What did you think of that uh, email? Actually, when I when I read it, uh, I thought, "Wow, uh, how how much more dumb can somebody be?" It's like really, and it didn't even have links. the 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 text was all how you saw it. It didn't extract links. It like the text actually said, "Click here to." Um, fill out your application and didn't even have a link to go anywhere like all the links were at the bottom of the email <laughs> wow yeah yeah and I forget where they go to now but that's beside the point it didn't yeah. go to a job site I'll tell you that much oh if, yeah of course it didn't and it didn't seem to go to a legitimate company website At least that I could tell. Right. I didn't go to them yeah, to verify. Yeah, because even if it did, I mean, you would have applied right then and there, but obviously um, it was one of those too, too good to be true. So. And as I said, what's going to happen if you started receiving this money and then all of a sudden you didn't get paid so you called the boss to find out where they were and you didn't get any answers and somebody called you and said you, we need you to pay back all this money you got because uh, it's stolen funds I said I, I don't know the job was a legitimate job I checked out the company and this that and the other and I don't have a way to send you all of that money I've spent some of it already because I needed to pay bills right Right. I don't have all of that money. Okay. Yep. The book of the month, and I can't put it down. Sandworm by Andy oh, yeah. Greenberg. Mm, yes. It talks about something that Russia started developing before we covered it on the Tech Podcast in 2014. They actually started covering it, and they started developing it in 2000. Nine. Oh, wow. The book also covers Stuxnet and actually 
uh, references Kim Zetter's book on Stuxnet, which I've already read. And um, it talks about Killnet. It will be talking about Killnet and um, some of the other big known players. Hmm. It talks about a researcher at Sands Institute and the fact that he was pissed off that he couldn't go public about what this was, even though um, they actually Sandworm did target some U.S. infrastructure in the mid-decade in the between 2010 and 2020. I don't want to give it away. So I'm going to be very, very vague. You're going to have to find out exactly when. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Because if I started giving it away, uh, it is 30, I, I, I think it's, was it something like 30 something chapters it is it is a 375 page book and so I, I believe it's 30 something chapters and if you guys want I could pull up my phone and let you hear the table of contents or you guys can choose to read it on your own you could get it from Amazon it is on Bookshare it is on Apple Books it is on Audible um, oh, cool. It is read by the same narrator whether you get it by Audible or Apple Books. Uh, mm -hmm. The price is the same. Um, but uh, that is this month's book right now. Ooh. Sandworm. Sandworm. All right. Andy Great. Greenberg. Very good. I, I will definitely... Uh, I will definitely look into it and uh, I will express my thoughts at a later time uh, because and can, I, and can you I, bet $20 it won't be on Bard I bet oh yeah I'd take that bet yeah me too I bet and this is why I was telling the librarian when I started reading uh, when I read um uh, Frank Abagnale they had two of the four and I'm like there's four, two more on Bookshare and you guys don't have it she goes we don't? no <laughs> no you don't have them and she's, and I'm like what do I have to do to? I mean you want me to use your library but you don't have the books I want you yeah. found me stuff that you understood what I want. I appreciate it, but you don't have all the books. How valuable is this service? Right. Agreed. Yeah, that's another tirade for another day, but I, I wasn't happy. Just Yeah, right. There's other blog posts that uh, I've posted through the week. Is there anything else that catches anybody's attention? I know Preston's going to run, and we have a yeah, government topic to talk about. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I, I just got dinged. Uh, but those are kind of my comments. I will definitely keep reading and replaying and uh, keep learning. So as always, thank ping, you for your time. And ping, and ping me if you don't understand something. That's what I'm here for. Yes, always. I, I got your cut and saved state as well. You, you already knew that, so. Yep, yep. Have a good Zoom, and we will see you on Saturday. Very, very well. Thank you. I'll see you then. You're Thank welcome. you, Nick. All right. Nice Take to care. see you. Uh, Nick, uh, anything else in the uh, blogosphere before we uh, move along to one of the stupidest topics? Uh, I can't really think of anything. I think we covered a lot of the big topics. And I do mean the stupidest topic that I... I, I shouldn't have to cover this. Right. I call this Congress and the government can't fix COPA. Yeah. Is that a is that a good one? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. It is close to the top of the hour broadcasting time on 98.6 The Mix's Independent Artist Channel. I'm Jared Reimer, and you can contact me in the following ways. Email and iMessage, J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com. Text or WhatsApp, 804-442-6975. I am on Mastodon, and if you're interested to see what I'm posting, what we're talking about, and yes, I've even been involved in meaningful conversations, unlike Twitter when I post over there. Uh, <clears throat> my mm -hmm. username over there... <laughs> Yeah, Nick's like, uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Twitter. Oh, yes. Fun. <laughs> uh, we could talk about them at the end because they are now to probably go on our crap list. I think, yeah. By the time this goes to air on Blue Streak... And on International Friends, uh, while I will remain on Twitter, uh, we don't know what's going to happen with it. We'll just say that much. Yeah. My guess. username over there is J-R-I-M-E-R 2023 at Tweescake. That's T-W-E-E-S-E cake dot social. Uh, so, um, if you need me to spell it for you, ping me by email and I will send it to you by email so you can copy and paste. Um, Nick, do you need a break? I don't think so. Okay. Let's go ahead and do a file switch. 
And when we come back, we are going to talk about the government again. You are listening to the Security Box on 98.6 The Mix's independent artist channel and along the Jared Reimer Radio Network. The Security Box with Jared Reimer on KKNX. All right, Clubhouse got a little bit of a Twitter support updated that they intend to release to to give us longer tweets but yet they're about to kick half well oh there was something interesting should we talk about this before we actually get into our topic Nick actually, I just know, I remembered think, now that we were talking about Twitter offhand off I air. think we sh- I think we should I think we should so I'm going to try and make this as brief as possible because I saw this on Mastodon. So there was an article under a paywall which then got sort of boosted because somebody read the thing and I sent Nick this text message. What is, it was, there was like 290,000 Twitter accounts around the world uh, yes. And their subscription service, which I'm not going to knock because, you know, for those who want to pay for it, great. And as somebody and I were communicating on Twitter, and that's also on the blog, by the way. Um, Twitter's never been a moneymaker anyway. And that's no. one reason why... They got bought out to hopefully try and be able to make money because they only had one profitable year. Oh, wow. According to what I was able to read. And it's funny that a lot of the numbers are here in the United States was like 62,000, 62%. We're either going to pay for it or, or not. I don't remember exa- the exact numbers. Mm-hmm. But my, what I was thinking, when I was thinking that there were that they were saying that there were 290,000 accounts, that Elon was right, even though he's kind of using Twitter as a play toy. Right. And he, he'll probably figure it out, as Kim Commando has said. He'll probably figure it out, but one of the things that he, why he didn't, that he said he didn't want to buy it was because he thought that Twitter had, were mostly bots. Yes. So I guess this, this uh, ordeal that I posted on the blog proves that the majority of Twitter are bots. And so hopefully by making it paid, 
the bot people won't pay for it. And so there goes the majority of Twitter. Yep. Oh. I think it's I can okay. fix that. No, no, it's okay, because you didn't expect that coming. Okay. You honestly didn't expect that coming because no. uh, you didn't know I was going to do that. No, I did not. But if you if you want, you can. Let's well, make it official. I think, I think we should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to try and stay as long as I can, and I've got five accounts, so... Well, f- four of them are mine, and one we share with the mix, and so we're we're going to try, but... Mastodon's probably where it's going to go. And by the time this airs on Blue Streak and and, uh, International Friends, we'll probably have lost our Twitter access by then. So I'm not going to give them out. But I just got a follower over there on Twitter. So I guess Mm. we'll see. But speaking of followers and following and things... Uh, what did you think of this piece of crap article we're about to get our uh, paws into, Nick? Sad to say, I'm not surprised. I'm really, really not surprised. Yeah. I wish I could write my comments before the article, but that's not really what I'm trying to do. I read them like, are you have to be kidding me? Yeah. So I titled this for the podcast, States Not Want Waiting for COPA to be Fixed, Companies Not Following It. Mm-hmm. What, when you read the notes, even though you just read them recently, what did you think? Is that appropriate, or should have I done something else? That is absolutely appropriate. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know, right? Yeah, that's, that's appropriate. Okay. I thought it was. COPA stands for Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. And if you didn't get the show notes, which most most of you don't, uh, they are or that is in quotation marks according to Wikipedia this law 
was enacted by the 105th Congress, which took effect in April of 2000. Oh my. Look it up. C-O-P-P-A. We talked about this on TSB at some point. I just don't remember when. And if we need to talk about it again, uh, we can. Although I think I have another month's worth of uh, topics to go put in our Yeah, we we do. We do. Since then, lots have changed on the internet. And we know that there is at least one company that isn't following the law. And different countries have different versions of the law. Oh, yeah, as if this couldn't get any more confusing. I was going to say, do I dare mention which company has been known in the um, in the industry for not following the law? Hey, why not? Go for it. You know them by name. Um, yeah, it's been a while, actually. I've... It's not that been that long. We've been talking about them, and they've been a, a, a pretty big topic between oh, 2022 and today. Yes, and I think they've won. If they're the ones I'm thinking of, they've won multiple ass. Oh, sorry, I'm. I just caught go myself. ahead. Go multiple. ahead. Just just finish it. Finish it. You're well, good. I do believe they've asshole won multiple award of, awards. Asshole awards. Yes, and, and I yes, think they. I think they probably we'll will continue. We'll just put in the disclaimer. You're good. Go, yeah, that's okay. why I have it, just in case. Okay. And I think they will continue to win these awards. That, of course, would be TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, TikTok. Uh-huh. Wow. If anybody thought otherwise, I'd love to hear from you. And um, you can tell us what you were thinking. Because I'm sure TikTok can't be the only company that doesn't follow the law. Oh, yeah, that can't be right. But this is the biggest one that this network knows about that is well known to have follow, have uh, broken the uh Law and frankly, I did put another Kim Commando minute in there about uh, in your folder, and I put it in your Kim Commando folder about them. Um, which where which one was it? Jared and Nick SB. Um, oh, you got a bunch of. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go into. I'm gonna go into Terry's folder because he's got less than that. But because I put it there too for him. Okay. Okay. 
Um, where is it here? Oh, we have the good RX thing from Kim Commando, by the way. Okay. So there's that. And where is it here? Lost, let's see. Stupid parents and. Oh, we, we covered that one. Okay. Da- TikTok's dirty little viral secret. Oh, yep. Now, should I load this up and let listeners listen to this? I think so. And it is in your folder, by the way. It sounded like something I've maybe seen before, yeah. I moved it to to your Kim Commando folder. I put it... I put it by default in your root, and then when I get to the computer, I move it to, to your folder with the rest of them. Gotcha. That's probably why you saw it. Now, where is it here? Audio effects? Yeah. Custom effect. Here we go. I just think this is appropriate since I actually, at the paragraph end, wanted to ask it that way. You probably didn't know that, did you? No, I did not. See, I have a way of my madness, or should I put those that type of thing in transcriber's notes so you know what's coming? Oh, no, I think this is more fun. Because <laughs> you'll understand it even though you don't have Braille. Right, yeah. All right, Nick. I think you'll be able to hear this. No, oh, actually, yeah, you will. See. Okay, cool. Because I, now that I remember, oh, I gotta get rid of files in here, but that'll be later. Let's play Kim Commando's audio file on TikTok. Yeah. Sh- shall we? I think we should. You simply cannot trust social media companies. Here's just one more example. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Most social media users believe that if a video goes viral, it must be so compelling that it caught the attention of millions of others before them. But Forbes uncovered the lie. TikTok has always claimed that its so-called For You page is personalized, compiled by algorithms that predict your interests. 
Forbes has internal communications from current and former employees of TikTok and his parent Chinese communist-controlled company ByteDance. TikTok employees secretly handpick certain videos and supercharge them, making the videos appear to be going viral all by themselves. The staff calls this misleading practice heating. So this means everyone does not have the same chance at their 15 minutes of TikTok fame. Hey, my contest is ending soon to win a $500 gift card. Enter to win now at commando.com slash win, commando.com slash win. Hey, thanks for listening. To get more tech know-how, get my daily tech tips delivered right to your inbox. You can sign up now at commando.com slash subscribe. And thanks again. Um, wow. That's it. How about that? Oh, that that makes TikTok even worse. My goodness. Why do you think I brought them up as part of today's top program? Oh yeah, I can I totally get why now. Now I would say they deserve the asshole award of the podcast, but we'll be nice because uh, they're probably not the only ones that haven't violated the uh, law. But they're the biggest one we know about because that's what the industry is talking about. Yep. And I'm sure once I get a hold of uh, Cybercrime Radio and start catching up on those podcasts, we'll be talking about a bunch more because I saw another hack that was uh, put out so I'll be sure to try and notate some of these if it's big enough that I feel that I'll write a blog post and put it in our security section on so I hope to try and catch up with them real soon but anyway the article we're taking from to help this discussion is titled State Legislators aren't waiting for Congress to regulate children's online privacy and was posted to CyberScoop. Now what about that first paragraph, Nick? Um, that's just, again, my same thoughts about the whole article. Really, people? Really? The first paragraph pretty much sums this up, I think. It says, after a year of stalled efforts in Congress to pass expanded children's privacy legislation, states are plowing ahead with their own efforts to address growing concerns about how tech companies collect and use children's data. Yep. Really? Yeah. Seems to happen a lot.
Yeah. One notification. Ira, now, Ira, an Ira lift session has just started. Tap to open the Ira app to view all sessions. You know what? They haven't done any of those in a while now. I caught one. Wednesday, screen lock. Mm hmm. But it's been so long, I don't get notified of them anymore. That's the first one I heard. Wow. Now, it's not going to notify me about it. My phone didn't say a word. Hmm. The second paragraph says, At least five states, including New Jersey, Oregon, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, are considering children's privacy-related legislation, while several other states are set to reintroduce legislation that expired last session. And isn't that convenient? What were you doing before it was expiring? Putting your thumbs up your ass? Makes you wonder. I just found a spelling mistake. Oops. Yes, I was typing some of this with long nails, and sometimes that happens. Okay. What I'm wondering is what was in uh, what was enacted that expired. Yeah. We don't know what was enacted anyway, anywhere, anywhere. I would have seen it. And I would have covered it because while some of us might have been made mistakes when we were younger, whether we hurt children or did something and didn't know any better, mm-hmm. I'm trying to show that I'm, I've actually changed and I do care about trying to not do whatever it was I did and make sure that you are protected as much as humanly possible. So that's why I want to talk about things like this. Yeah. I don't think it's easily enforced to begin with, I write. And who is responsible to enforce the laws? We know that France went after a well-known company and fined them for not following their version of the law. And again, we talked about that just a little bit ago. And we could have done it here, too, by the way. Yes, that same company we just mentioned. Yes. (coughs) 
While experts say the legislative trend should put tech companies on notice. <clears throat> really? <laughs> I know. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> they also warn that the momentum could be weakened if states fail to address concerns about how tech companies should comply with these laws and how they will be enforced. The problem is nobody is effing enforcing it. But yet I took time and we, we'll talk about this later because I mentioned Men V later as part of this discussion. I took time when I saw something that I thought was wrong and call, made a few phone calls as you saw in my notes, Nick. And as far as I'm aware, I am complying. But somebody better call me or ping me if I am not, because I'm not a lawyer. And while I went to one, they are not too familiar with it. But based on the data that I sent them, And what I was trying to do, they said, it looks like I'm good. Two states are taking after California, which allows companies to think about how people under 18 access their services. The COPA and this is me talking, not um, uh, not not me reading. But COPA only affects people under the age of thirteen in the United States. Now we know France is fourteen, but I don't know about other countries. But based on what I had to do to comply, the lawyer who is local here basically said, as far as he understands and what I had to do to make it compliant, uh, I did the best that I can. Yeah. Menvi, this is me reading now. Menvi, that's the music education network for the visually impaired, for those who don't know, took on this project within the last several years after noticing specific things happening that prompted questions. I write phone calls were made and things were moved forward. Now, as far as we're concerned, we're in compliance. 
but things can always change and we need to be held accountable to this. Why does a small company like me seem to be the only one that gives a shit? I've got an answer for that. You, unlike um, aforementioned companies, don't rely on ad revenue. And of course, when there's ad revenue, what do they have to do? They have to profile you. So, I mean, actually having to enforce this, some of these would argue, but that would... That, that ruins our business model. Uh-huh. And? We need this data. No, you not to do your job, you don't. We collect age data, but we don't put it in our rosters at Menvi. I don't care if I'm if I'm like my ad pages, my ad network is basically a link to a site and a page or a or a a you know thing in the you know a, a blurb in the table that describes what the product or service is let people decide i don't want to put banners up and i don't want I, there's no way that i'm going to be able to track the click-through rates or any of that because I don't go on my server logs every day. I got better things to do. Right. What good is it going to be for me to download logs and try and figure out how many people clicked on some link? I'll get nothing else done. Yeah. At the federal, so I, I think I skipped several paragraphs, and I quote here: "At the federal level, the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act (COPA) requires operators of websites directed at users under 13 to get parental consent before collecting data of children under 13." That's why, by the way I wrote Menvi's website, mm -hmm. I say by continuing, you agree to these rules. 
to this collection. I don't have, and that goes for everybody. So if they ask me how many people, you know, read your guidelines and click through, I don't know. Well, why don't you have anything and collect that data? Because it's not my responsibility. By them filling out the application, they signify they read the rules. Yep. It should not be my responsibility to collect. You can't fill it out unless you click I agree. Right. Now, whether you read it or not, I don't know. I don't have any way to know that. Even if you check the box, you know how they how they have the check boxes that say, you know, I agree to the terms of service. How are you going to prove that we even read the thing? Right. Most of them like, are written in legalese. Exactly. As I mentioned on 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 as I mentioned on. Uh, um, uh, Master Don yesterday when we were discussing that ordeal with with uh, this um, Eleven Labs beta facility of preserving voices. Herbie said, "I don't understand you know terms of service too well," and I pretty much said, "Ping me if you need help. I understand enough of it." Mm-hmm. But most of it is written in legalese. That's why most of us don't read that crap. Right. And remember, we talked about on this very um, podcast, not this, not today's, but this very podcast about companies whose privacy policies are awful to read. Uh-huh. I'm not taking three hours of my day to read a privacy policy just to sign up for a service. Right. Because in screen readers, it takes longer to read a policy than it does with your physical two working eyes. And never mind about those of you who use um, magnification it'll take just as long for you as it does with those of us who use direct speech mm-hmm. or braille sorry I'm going on a tirade because this is beyond I, I just <laughs> no I think it's totally I fair. didn't even feel this coming I wrote it up and I didn't even feel this coming Otherwise, I would have wrote it up as I as I um, was thinking it. But all I was trying to do was get the points of the article and uh, write it up. Otherwise, I could have ten or fifteen pages to read. Oh yeah, Go ahead, please. No, I was just saying that I think it's totally justified. I think it's totally fair. What that I go on a tirade as I'm reading? Yeah, especially about this topic. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, uh, another paragraph here. The California Age Design Act. That sounds sexy, doesn't it? The California it does. Design Age Act. 
and it's ex uh, what's this exulators? What is it? Oh, emulators. Excuse me, emulators. Take a more expansive approach to which businesses are covered and extend protections to users 18 and under. Moreover, where COPA requires that companies have actual knowledge they were collecting data from users under 13 in order for a violation to be brought, California's law follows what is known as a, quote, constructive knowledge, end quote, standard, which means a company can be found in violation if it knew or should have known an offense occurred. What? Um... So if I didn't have and and didn't do my due diligence, see podcasts 10, 13, 14, and there's one other in regards to John, um, what's his name, who basically scammed everybody out of millions of dollars. Uh, I forget his name now, but anyway. I did my due diligence. I know I'm collecting data. How can I not know I'm collecting data when I built the thing? Oh, wait. You know what it is, Nick? That China, that uh, Indian company when they called me to tell me they could do all this work. They want to build the website so that I don't know what's being collected until it's too late. Of course, yes. And then when I'm asked when I asked them why is this in my website? I didn't want this in my website. Well, you need to have it anyway. I could see them adding fields if I asked them to rebuild Menvi's website into like CSS or PHP. Yep. And they add fields to my application that I didn't ask for. And then they add their email address into the application so they can get access to that data. And I have no knowledge of it until after I look at the applications to process them onto Menvi's email lists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm irritated. I'm sorry. Uh, this is why Menvi took steps. I write to verify what the age of Copa was, and sought to fix things based on advice by a lawyer. We monitor articles like this to make sure. We're continuing to be compliant, and if it states something that needs to be changed, we're on standby to do so. 
I bet half the companies don't even read articles like this. Sadly, I think you're right. And I bet you half of them are going to get violated and they'll pay the fine and go about their day. As you said, it is a business model. In order to... This is another quoted paragraph. I don't know. Should I be saying which paragraphs are quoted? Probably. In order to meet these requirements, California's law gives businesses the choice between estimating users' ages or applying the same standard for privacy it would for children to all users. However, estimating a user's age according uh, um, age can be difficult. In this case, major platforms such as YouTube, Meta, and TikTok that have already had to make changes to their services to comply with the UK's age-appropriate design code, which influenced California's law, may actually be at an advantage. End quote. I'm already at an advantage. I wrote the application. I know we collect data. I had problems when I saw 16-year-olds filling out applications with no parent attached. Mm-hmm. I'll say it. <clears throat> That's what prompted that investigation. I believe it was 16 or 17 or even 18. Ah. Maybe it was 18, but re- regardless. Right. I did it. Yeah. I think it was 18. I had a lot going on in 18. Menvi doesn't estimate our users, I write. In the parent-child section and the musician sections of our application, I write, we ask for age, although it is never in italics, never published in our rosters. Educators and transcribers are over the legal based uh, uh, well, right here, legal age based on experience and training similar to what I'm going through now. Although now it's not written there. And why do I have a comma and a period there? Well, I think I know why. I think I was going to say something else and then just ended it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. It's. I think I was going to write something else and then change my mind and started quoting something else. Ah, uh, gotcha. And I never caught that until now. 
It's all good. Uh, for instance, the article states, <clears throat> California law states that businesses may not use children's personal information in a way that, quote, is materially detrimental to the physical health, <laughs> mental health, or well-being of a child. And all uh, and all quotes. What the yeah. is that supposed to mean? Yeah. Okay, I understand. I made mistakes when I was younger, but is that what it applies to? The fact that I was dumb and while I didn't intentionally want to harm didn't think I was harming anybody I did cause harm and all of that without going into any detail of my past I mean is that what it could probably be talking about I mean maybe somebody like that wanting wanting to do stuff I I don't know I mean that that just seems weird for me yeah I'd agree with that We're targeting you, social media, in the paragraph following this quote. Both the California law, which goes into effect in 2024, and the Oregon bill, which would go into effect in 2025, set up task forces to provide guidance on how to comply with the laws. Social media platforms should investigate these, you know, things and learn what needs to be done, although I don't see that ever happening. I'm looking at you, TikTok. Mm-hmm. YouTube and and uh, Facebook and Twitter, they'll be all right. They already got things in place. In fact, you know some of the adult content on YouTube you can't uh, view if you're logged out of your account. So they already cover their ass. So they'll be fine. But I'm looking at you, TikTok. Uh, yeah. I'm more concerned about you than the rest than the rest of the social media platforms. And with the fact that um, Mastodon has this content warning checkbox that you can use if you're gonna post adult content, they're covered too. Yep. I'm looking at you, TikTok. There are lots of things we skipped, I write. There are lots of things we skipped over. There are things that are linked, and this is only a highlight of what might be happening. The article covers a lot of what California is doing 
and things can always change. We'll, I write, we all, we'll have to see how that goes as the time gets closer uh, mm-hmm. for it to become law. Menvi was, uh, this is important, Menvi was used as an illustrative purpose as it is an entity which I run. And that completes our notes. Wow. I'm sorry, well, I went on a tirade, but this is this is beyond repair. No, I think I think I, I was said, thinking I, this when I read it and I kinda knew that I probably shouldn't write it all up because that'll just spoil the entire fun. Well, I think it was totally legit. Email or iMessage, J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com. Text or WhatsApp, 804-442-6975. I'm on Mastodon, J-R-I-M-E-R 2023 at social, And um, I'm on other social media platforms as well. Yep. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, I'm not saying I'm wrong, but uh, let's hear your thoughts. You can, if you've got me on Facebook, you can message me there. You got me on Twitter, you can message me there. Um, you know, um, Nick, uh, what did you think? Well. I have to say it's pretty incredible that this is still a problem given that this has been with us for decades now. Two decades. Yeah, two decades. We're on our second full decade. And that still hasn't been completely ironed out, hammered out, resolved? How, How is that possible? Yeah. Mind-blowing to me. It is absolutely... that. Why do you think I like topic or not a topic? Oh, definitely uh, a topic for sure. Yeah. Mhm. Interesting. Yes. That was interesting. <laughs> Very much so. 
I'm surprised I didn't go more on a tirade than I had planned on, but uh, I think I... I think I uh, got my point across, huh? I think you did, and you did a very good job of that. Uh, all right, so... Have you read Sandworm yet, or you started I have, it? I have yet to read it, but um, that is my plan. I mean, and, and I think it's great that it's available on all these services. Me too. Yeah. Oh, we did cover uh, Anchor admits their cameras were... Uh, so I think I have two articles on that subject. Yeah, we covered that. We did. Okay, I just want to make sure that we're caught up and we only we, we practically went through a full page um, <laughs> on the blog. So Wow. I just want to make sure we covered everything. And I think we did. Okay, let's go to our rooms file. Uh huh. <laughs> and remove this topic. Next week, the Q4 2022 Fish Labs reports. Uh huh. Qbot which we thought had pretty much dropped off the face of the earth in a way because it went from like first to like not even there for a while seems to be back in the spotlight and Nick how bad is it? (laughs) Oh that's it's nasty I I mean that was what I think the top guy it was the top guy this year. As I said, how bad was it? <clears throat> um, I have to go pull it up, but it was nasty. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, we'll and cover I think, that next week. And most likely, and most likely, it still is. That wouldn't surprise me. That would not surprise me. Four thousand tweet creation, according to a boost on um, Mastodon that I'm now spawning as as uh, we're sort of catching our breath here on the security box. Mm-hmm. So that's longer than the server I'm on because that's 2,000 characters right now. Wow. Tweezcake, uh, uh, tweezcake.social is 2,000 characters, so Twitter's now bumping it to 4,000. Oh my god. 
Oh, no. I'm never going to be able oh, to read no. tweets again. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. So, what have you crazy people out there have read and found of interest? We want to hear from you. You can subscribe to our email list at the security box dash subscribe at 986themix.com and you can post the articles that meant something to you and you never know, the team might select your article For a topic. Mm -hmm. That's very possible. I can't do it alone, and I don't want to cover the same thing, so help us out a little. Okay, I can't help covering TikTok because they are com they're a complete shithead, but, you know. Right. And they're always getting into something, you know, they're always in some sort of trouble every other day. Yeah. Uh, they, they'll probably be cons continuing to get the asshole award of the podcast and uh, between them uh, and the government. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You will probably shit your pants when we when you start reading Sandworm, especially when you find out this that that uh, Russia was developing it, like we did with Stuxnet. It, have you read Stuxnet? Oh, I haven't. I mean, I know about it. I read something that made reference to it, but um, no, and I you need to read Stuxnet. I do. You really need. Stuxnet. You really need you need to read Stuxnet. I do. You're a little behind, but you're you're okay. Yeah. You're brand new to this field, so I don't expect you to read everything all at once. I I understand. True. You'll get there, and you'll start understanding why I go on these tirades a little bit. Oh yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, th I mean, seeing that you understand that I went through that I that that I that I stopped reading and went on a tirade that you had no idea about, although you could probably tell just the way I wrote it. Yeah. I mean, I could, I kind of tell that, and as I said, you know, nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. I'm glad I have that uh, disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Around here. That's why I had it say some strong language. We we don't need to talk about uh, the other necessarily because uh, that doesn't come in this field. No. Unless your Pornhub, which got into some uh, trouble, I think we talked about in passing. 
yes, our good friends there with the CEO, CEO who just disappeared. Yes. As far as I know, they're still up. Remarkable. I wonder how that's possible. Because there are quote-unquote underage things up there. I haven't viewed them, and I don't plan to, but even if I did... I don't either. But even if I did, Nick, I think my first result would be to contact them and say, don't you know you have this on your your, uh, site? Yeah, good call. And that would be my first thought. Because they do have to put descriptions of what the videos are about. At least I believe mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. And if it, curios- it got, got me curious, I suppose I could watch it to say, okay, how bad is this? And then go see if there's contact info to say, hey, what gives? Don't you know you have this uh, video? I would send the link to my email, and then I would send them an email and give them a link. Don't you know about this? Yeah. Yeah, our good friends at Pornhub. Mm Mm-hmm. I understand a mutual friend of ours still goes over there. Or at least that's what I heard, anyway. I, I'm i not sure if that's still true. <laughs> Talk about websites with problems. Yes, that's certainly one. Maybe that maybe that maybe this would be good because not only well TikTok's the biggest invasive problem we've got right now. I mean, I, I did make it clear that there are others, possibly other sites out there. We mentioned another one, but I bet you there are more of them, Nick. I bet you there I are. I bet you there. Yeah, I bet you there are too. There has to be more than. Dark Pink in two weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. That was something interesting. Yes. I think that's got to be our newest threat. And I bet you somebody is going to write a book on this like they did with Stuxnet and they did with um, with um, Sandworm. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm already on chapter 17. I can't put that stupid book down. I mean, I put it down, but... Because I have to, but... If I had the time to read and I had nothing else to do, I would have been done with it already. Yeah, I get you. All right. Uh, How about our open forum on scams and... 
various things to watch for. We're not going to do show notes for it. Nope, nope. That's, um, yep, starting March. Then, our interesting friend, although I don't know how long it's going to be a friend of ours, for PBKDF2. Have you looked that up on... Uh, it's it's one of our newest terms on uh, EMHS, and I, um, I know which sections we're covering because a lot of it's technical. Mm-hmm. But have you had a chance to read it yet? A very basic glance at it. Um, I'm not quite sure that I could, you know, explain it up here. I mean, I think I kind of get the idea. And, and no, that's not it. Oh no. it's it's well we did cover it a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago when I gave a basic description of it but we'll cover it more in detail yeah then the Supreme Court clears the way for WhatsApp to go after Israel otherwise known as the NSO, NSO I don't, we're not doing anything wrong group mm-hmm. can I just give a fuck you to the NSO group <laughs> sure can okay um, then our good friends over at the teenage hacker group Vice Society Oh, yes. And then I haven't figured out what was next, but we have several different things that I've marked. Um, including Sandworm which is why I mentioned it today. Yep. Uh, they're, they're back, actually. Uh, they were involved in a very interesting article in a fresh Ukraine malware. I think that'll be March 29th. Yeah. I think that'll be a good one for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mimic Ransomware that'll be April I believe so I think there's one other one that I can think of I know Ransomware Attacks why email Mm -hmm. is still the most common delivery method there was one too I think about the FDIC Yep. Watchdog. Watchdog warns FDIC may not detect bank, not may not protect, or fails to detect to to test banks. Uh, um, uh, what this is? It's telling me too fast here. Cyber defenses effectively. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we've got stuff 
at least for another three or four weeks, and I'm sure that Nick will ping me with more topics, and if something catches your eye, as I said, ping us and let us know by sending an email, because we're looking out for uh, things. Even if it's news-related. Mm-hmm. Okay. Random chill. God is leading us in a different direction. It's our time, alarm clock. Crypto Roundup. Binance, banks, AI, Golden Cross. Okay. <laughs> crackhead gone wild, double exclamation point. No, I'm not a crackhead, and I did go wild. This stupid uh, topic went was enough. Oh, yeah. I'm not going in there. No. Fire, fire, fire. God is not a man to lie. Day one. Mm, Yeah, I'm going through rooms, and I swear, I think they're worse than this podcast has become. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Let's try this again. The local time is now. 8 a.m. Alright. Messages. Now. Maria Palomcha. Now see your face over the gate. Oh gosh, is that one of the rooms? Oh boy! (laughs) That's awesome! I don't think that's ever happened. Where does that come from? I have no idea. One, one notification. FaceTime. Uh, Wednesday, February. FaceTime. Clear. Wednesday, February 8th. Screen lock. Alright, some of these are in other languages. <laughs> Atheist means Christians. Extraterrestrial. <laughs> Tell us why you think. And look, our famous our famous English language room is back. Is it? Yes. Oh man. There are forty nine speakers. Or 49 total, 22 speakers. Wow. Innovative ways to make money that chat GPT won't tell you. <laughs> All right, then. Don't worry, be happy. The security landscape is... Oh, no. The actual room title is Don't Worry, Be Happy. 
<laughs> I just added the security landscape is here. <laughs> All right, there's plenty of rooms up, up here. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> Uh. All right, what else, Nick? We've just about covered it. I think we just about covered it. Yeah. Okay. Very good, very good, very good. All right. Another podcast will be hitting the can. Mm-hmm. The, the replay will be up shortly. The podcast will be up today because I have a meeting tomorrow, so I must get it up today. All right. Nick, uh, it's always a pleasure to work with you, my friend. Yeah, awesome. Thanks. Yeah, same to you. It's been a great few shows and great almost uh, oh, close to a year now. Wow. And you started on episode 91, and, and tell me, um, how how's your experience been since you started coming on the show before we close up? Well, just kind of sad that we're talking about some of the very same things we were in 2022. <laughs> and why do you think after 2017, when you look at, through my tech podcast, why I said... I quit podcasting because this is we already covered this. Yeah, and we're going to be covering it again and again and again. Yes. But I think in this context, it's more appropriate than like a full tech podcast where you want to try and do uh, various things. So right. I think this was the better yeah. choice to do it this way instead of keep a podcast going that I wasn't happy with. I agree. All right. So, how how how's uh, been the, how's been the teaching? Is the, the the teaching understandable or do we or do we need to improve? No, I think it's very understandable. So I am doing my job. Okay. I just figured since you were approaching a year, I would ask. Yeah, well, glad you did. And um, it's going to get interesting to talk about the Q4 report. No kidding. I think I practically could have fallen out of bed... Because some of these numbers are just, like, Ugh. I think it was over 100% with some of these numbers. That's much I will tell you. Yeah. So, Clubhouse Damn. will get the replay within five minutes. All right. And the podcast will be out today. Look for EMHS. 
what has been posted. We we did post two new, no, three new books. We are covering this Machine Kill Secrets by uh, Andy Greenberg. It talks about Julian Assange. We are covering um, Maybe I'll just do this real quick, shall we, Dick? Let's see. Yeah. Oh, there's the book listing. Okay. Adam Levine, or Adam Levin, I'm not sure of his last name here, has a book mm-hmm. titled Swipe How to Protect Yourself in a World Full of Scammers, Fishers, and Identity Thieves. Yes. It was in my wheelhouse. You know how Kindle has these recommendations. Uh-huh. So it was in there. Christopher Habnagy, Michelle Fincher, and Robin, I want to say Drake. Uh-huh. I don't want to say Drake, even though it's spelled this way. I wonder if it's Drake. It might Maybe be. Maybe it is Drake. This one I found on uh, uh, several years ago because I got pinged over uh, by Bookshare saying if I didn't download something, uh, they would give my membership to somebody else. So I went under the computer section to see if something caught my eye, and this one did. Yeah. This might be my next book now that I'm thinking about it. Fishing Dark Waters. Mm -hmm. The Offensive and defensive sides of malicious emails. This is a first edition copy. Wow. The book by Andy Greenberg is This Machine Kills Secrets, Mm -hmm. Julian Assange, The Cypherpunks, and Their Fight to empower whistleblowers. And one other by Andy Greenberg, which might also be my next one. Mm-hmm. This is actually his 2022 book, as Sandworm is a 2019 book and was only put on Bookshare in April of 2022. Oh, wow. This 2022 book is Tracers in the Dark, The Global Hunt for the Crime Lords of Cryptocurrency. And Nick, did you see that interview from uh, uh, from uh, the folks over at um, Cybercrime Radio? I haven't. I know it's there. I'm going to listen. 
Shall I put it as a podcast extra? You know what? I think so. Okay. Then I have to go find it because I, I know where it is. It's in your folder. It's in your root. Yep. Uh, I think it's about a 20-minute interview. Okay. So after we do the formal ending on the podcast, mm-hmm. we will insert this interview, and it comes to you from Cybercrime Radio and their affiliates. Okay. That was a very fascinating interview, I'll tell you. And uh, I actually enjoyed it. Nice. I can either put it in as a podcast extra after the taping is over, or I can go do it after we play the music when I uh, do a file switch. Let's do, I think just having an extra, you know, once the taping's over. So should I do 130A? Or should I do it as the end of the podcast? Actually, I think 130A is kind of cool. I like that. So I think we should do that. All right. Uh, Or I could do it as a technology podcast, but maybe we'll do a 130A. We're going to agree 130A. Yep. And that'll probably make it that blue streak will end up being a couple of weeks behind because they'll probably, although that podcast is going to be a short one, so I'm probably not going to submit it to them because the, the whole goal is to talk about this uh, yeah. Yeah. interview. So if they want it and they hear about it, they can go get it. Mm-hmm. And should I put this up on TSB's uh, list of, uh, of uh, podcasts? I think so. I think so. Yes. Okay. Well, if the networks want it to be played, they can go grab a copy and play it as they see fit. As we'll do a one third. I did this once with the technology podcast when I had a lot of content. I did Mm -hmm. a uh, like a 64 A B. So this won't be the first time I've done this. Ah, gotcha. So I don't know exactly when 1.30A will be released because tomorrow I have a meeting and Friday I'm doing a podcast taping for uh, a company that is uh, that we talked about earlier with um, a new product that they came Ooh. out with that people might be interested in because it's going to market the sighted but yet... Um, it is accessible as far as we know, so callers can actually leave messages too. We'll talk about oh, that. Okay, so cool. That'll be Friday. Nice. So that's why I'm saying I can do this as part of the tech podcast, or I could do a 130A. But we'll agree 130A. 130A. And so we'll try and release that on Friday. Yep. But don't quote me on it. Yeah. Well, awesome. Then we'll just end the podcast as we normally do. Yep. Very good.
Well, it'll be fun to see what your reaction is when we start when I give you the show notes for Qbot. Yes. That'll be something else. Mm-hmm. There were four total users. I know who the other one listener was that was here. At least I think I do. Who was in the audience that you didn't bring up. I think I know who he is, but he, if he didn't raise his hand, then that's fine. Hi, uh, I, I appreciate everyone who might listen on replay. My email address again is J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com if you want to communicate with me while you're listening. Or tap on my profile at the, you know, at the top and uh, you can send me a message. Let me know what you have to say. Don't yep. say hi or I'm not going to say anything to you. Yeah. One notification. Dice. One notification. Dice World. No. Dice World. Dice World. You're going with John in 1977. Oh, that Dice World. Guy. Now. Clear. I actually saw on my digest before we pushed the buttons, Nick, uh-huh. that they are in alpha right now and testing is going well and they look to actually put out an update. Yo, finally. Yes. Finally. Uh, that's what I said. I, oh. I actually meant to blog it, but while we're here, I might as well let people know that uh, I did spot that in my Twitter digest over on the network. And so um, it took them long enough. To yeah. You know, they, they've been needing to do a lot of fixing. So, mm-hmm. And I understand the main guy now actually has a full-time job. So. Oh, right. So yeah. I'm less time for that. Okay. Pretty much. All right. With that, friend, thank you so much. And I'll yeah. just end with music as I normally do, and we'll have a 130A before next week. Yep. And the blog post for EMHS will be out later. Check out all the different resources we put up. I, the blog post is very detailed. And so make sure you check that out. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, everyone. So we were doing a little bit of uh, routine maintenance there toward the end of the podcast, but hey... I wanted to figure out how exactly we were ending the podcast today. So we will end as we normally do. Let's... Oh no, I don't want to play them. I decided I'm not going to play that. Let's play Daniel Noller. We'll play a track from Mantle, uh, from uh, that's titled Mantle, from the 2018 album Blank River. And remember to join us next week, and we'll end with our other two songs, 
Ten House, Five Plus Two in the Mood, and Queens, Another One Bites the Dust. I'm Jared Reimer saying thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Stay safe. Stay well. Listen, learn, and ask questions.
Another one bust the dust. Hey, hey. Another one bust the dust. Hey.